Please. Hello, team. 25th of October. Um, I don't know about you guys, but October has flew by. Even just saying that, 25th, my birthday's on the 28th, so come Thursday, I'll be the big 27. Um, so yeah, this uh, just goes to show we literally have about eight weeks left of the year, uh, which means it's roughly, what, six to seven weeks left to Christmas. I've already been putting up some Christmas stories on Instagram and people's engagement. You're seeing a bit of a mixed bag here, a bit of a mixed bag. Some people are really excited for Christmas. Some people are like Halloween first, then Christmas. Some people are like... I don't even like Christmas. And I'm like, well, I don't really like you. So, <laughs> um, but it just goes to show. And next week, uh, next Monday, we're going to basically, the strategy session is going to be the game plan for leading up to Christmas. What exactly we're going to be focusing on. So keep eyes on that. Monday, I'll release the November content pipeline. We'll do a bit of a game plan. We'll do a bit of an action session. Basically, just kind of how to chunk up the six weeks, what the touch points will be over Christmas, how to maintain your way over the Christmas period. So all that that will be revealed next week. So I'm very, very looking forward to that one. Alison, a little bit too excited tonight. Oh, well, I mean, just high on life, my friend. High on life. So um, if any of you guys haven't, I uploaded a two-part video series um, dealing with critical self-talk and dealing with destructive behaviors. Though critical self-talk is a few journal prompts, uh, a few sort of little just kind of little nuggets, little reminders from what have worked for myself, what some of the research is showing, the destructive behaviors, very much the same, what works, how to kind of manage your emotions when you're kind of feeling that self-destruct button. Uh, they're both like 10 minutes, like they're not long. You will get a ton of gold in there. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to be releasing actually just a very, very short minute. Uh, I think it's like eight or nine minutes. Um, how fat loss actually works. Um, and how to create a calorie deficit without just simply plugging into MyFitnessPal, because we know a calorie deficit is what gets you weight loss. But how do we actually create that? Like, how do you actively put that in? Or for some of you who may not even be using MyFitnessPal, what are some of the behaviors which you can focus on to actually create a calorie deficit? Because it's important to understand, guys, we eat foods, yes, Calories are contained in food. Yes, macros are contained in calories, but we don't eat macros. We eat food. We eat pizzas. We eat burgers. We eat chips. We eat pastas. So how can we actually just think, you know what? If I do this, I'm going to eat less calories. That's sort of the, the sort of level of autonomy I want us to start thinking about. So my goal for these two videos is for you to understand how fat loss works and how to create a calorie deficit. So they'll be released either tomorrow um, I'm going to set myself a deadline tomorrow by six o'clock, so you guys know, <laughs> alongside the Tuesday's top tip. So yeah, Tuesday's top tip, snack hack, I'll be interested in that one. So this is my favorite book ever, Man Search for Meaning. If you're a reader, um, Viktor Frankl was a psychologist. He basically was, a, he was Jewish. He survived the Nazi concentration camps. He lost his wife. He lost his three children. He lost all of his family. And he basically came out and wrote his psychotherapy aspect of a man's search for meaning. And he has this quote, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space, it is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. It is one of the most powerful 
quotes you can ever come back to. And if you take a chance to read the book, it's like 300 pages. It's not even long. Like if you're quite a quick reader, you could easily smash through it. But it goes into outfits, all of that sort of stuff. It is, it'll put everything into perspective for you, honestly. But what I wanted to share with you is a little bit of my story. Um, why am I sharing Burger King with you guys? Why am I be like, oh, what's he got going on here? So I wasn't even going to tell you the whole story, but I feel like I may as well tell you the whole story. So on my social media, you'll see I do have some professional sort of photos taken. Some of the clients that I've worked with, we've came in, we've done a photo shoot, before and afters, all that sort of stuff. And uh, I've known Gavin since I was like 18. So nearly, wow, nearly 10 years, nine years then that would have been. Um, and he's always kind of done a little bit of work for me. So he messaged me late on Thursday night, right? And he's like, Matt, I pure need a favor. This is, don't really know what else to say. We're in a bit of shit and uh, I need a favor. Um, we were meant to fly someone in from Belgium, but he's caught at the airport, visa, and we need a body. I'm like, right, okay, what, what does this involve? Basically, four hours work tomorrow. Um, this guy promoting his clothing brand. We need someone to promote and wear his clothing brand. I did not say I'm a model, right? I'm I'm promoting clothing, right? Let's let's just I'm not. <laughs> so, like, all right, um, sure, like, why not? Will I get paid? Yes. So I was like, all right. Well, four hours, five hours, um, helping Gavin out. Like I said, I've known him for like nine years. He runs his own photography business. I was like, dude, you've helped me out. I'll help you out. I'll even get some like shots that you can use for your business rather than just promoting this clothing brand. So, bit of a fair exchange, but. Anyway, there is this guy, he's got his own clothing company. There is his secretary, this little thin girl, like very, like very, very pretty. And then after it was like, should we go for something to eat? Now, obviously, I'm chatting away, quite fun, quite energetic, personal trainer, help people do all this sort of stuff. And we sit down in Burger King, and you know the first thing she says to me? Do you feel guilty for eating that? Like, should you be eating that? And like, this is why I wanted to come back to this quote here. Who gets triggered by those responses? Who who normally would be like, uh, should I be eating that? Shouldn't be eating that? And I was the same. It's like, oh, like actually, no. I'm and I allowed myself that space to respond. I allowed myself to kind of take that breath and slow down. And for me, I came back to what is important to me. At first, uh, I got in the car and I was like, I'm just going to head home. And then I was like, no, we're going to Burger King. I phoned up Gav. I was like, right, you're going out for food. You're going out for Burger King. I'll come along. And then she sat down and that's what she said. And I was like, you know, that's really interesting. And um, I was like, no, like calories. I've enjoyed myself. Uh, had a good time. You guys were coming here. I wanted to be, this is really, really important to me. Um, and I was like, that's, that's really, really cool. Now, I could be naive. She might be might be naive. Maybe she doesn't understand all of this sort of thing, but she obviously doesn't understand my background. And I don't know how much you guys know about my background, but in extreme cases, there would, I'd put fingers down my throat to get rid of the consumption of chocolate that I just ate. Like, that's kind of how extreme it got. Like, so you can imagine what it must have felt like for me to go through, like, I'm never going to be able to eat a burger thing again. I'm never going to be able to eat ice cream again. So to me, actually, to sit down and enjoy food with five people that I'd never met before, like, that's really important to me. 
And it's important for you guys to understand what are your currencies of success? You just get caught up in the weight loss and numbers on the scale and you get caught up in the writing the food plan and writing the shopping plan. But I want you to ask you, like, why are you here? Like, what is your definition, the definition of success? Mine's is to make more meaningful memories with the people that are important to me. To be fully engaged in freedom, live life without restriction. To be in control of all thoughts, emotions, actions, and decisions. And to have a body that allows me to feel physically empowered and physically unstoppable, allowing me to live life on my terms. Because in the past, I wouldn't, I would have said no to the Burger King. I would have skipped out on the Halloumi Bites. I would have said no to the Chicken Legend. I would have maybe just came, if I was coming, chicken to legs, diet coke maybe. So again, this is something I invite you guys, and we've we've had these conversations in the past, but I just want you to get like really, really clear here. Like, what is your definition of success? I want to lose weight so I can spend more time and be more fun. And I wanna I wanna go on the slides with my family. I want to start a family. I want to have kids. I, I want to improve the confidence how I feel myself so I can go out and start dating. Right. Well, the, the goal is to go out and start dating. So keep that in mind. Don't let the sort of first step kind of hold you back because what often happens is when you actually go out and do those things, when I went out to Burger King and enjoyed that, you know how like and like made that decision. See, when I woke up on the Saturday, I'm like, right, it's time to go. And it was the same on Sunday. Saturday night, went out, had a few drinks, uh, four or five beers, can't really go wrong, got to bed at like two o'clock, half two, and went out for ramen with Megan and her sister, and didn't really eat much else throughout the course of the day, went over to my mum's, and being honest, team, I had ice cream and a kind of bueno for dinner. I feel like I probably pushed it a little bit too far. <laughs> like I, I, I journaled on this, and I'm like, you know what? Like I just feel so on top of it. I don't feel guilty about it. I feel enjoyed it. And more than anything as well, like I stayed within my calories. Was it the best thing for me? Like in terms of a health perspective? No, probably not. Then I wake up this morning feeling a little bit groggy, a little bit energetic, like then go into the gym, maybe perform as best. Yes, I appreciate that. But I'm really clear on like, that's important to me. So hopefully me sharing that has just given you guys, given you guys a little bit of perspective because I woke up today and my diet hasn't been perfect, but I couldn't be happier about it. I've not ruined my diet. I've not went over my, maybe I've went over my calories by a little bit. The fact is I didn't track this weekend and I remained in charge of my decisions. I wasn't in control that we're going to Burger King or we're going to Nando's. I can't control everything, but it comes back to what Haley was saying. It's about taking charge of the situation. And guys, if you haven't watched Thursday's training session, like it was honestly one of the best ones yet. So let me know in the chat team. What stands out to you there? What's been, is there any light bulb moments? What's been your biggest takeaway just from sort of me sharing that? <clears throat> Very quickly in the chat box team, what are your currencies of success? Do you know your currencies of success? 
it comes back to that what's important now what are your wins for me my wins were eating ice cream and not feeling like i've ruined my diet it's going out with people that i didn't know and having a burger king it's not reacting to what she said and feeling guilty about it that's what's important like i've not stepped on the skate i don't know i don't really care that wasn't important at that time so again getting clear on that one so in the chat box team anything stand out to you there what's been your biggest takeaway so far <clears throat> had a few moments like this lately although i'm very aware that i'm not where i want to be yet with weight loss therefore i do not feel like i'm able to make free choices yet and look it's fine that you have these physical goals it's important that you want to make changes to your physical that's that's great but again, like what you're doing, Victoria, is you're still putting yourself in social situations. You're still making those choices. It's not being perfect. But again, I think we have this false idea that perfection sort of exists, like weight's going to just kind of fall off of us. And the reality is it is going to be a little bit slower. We can push and we can pull. Um, so Fiona is remembering different values. So staying up late with friends isn't feeling so guilty because building relationships are so important to me. So it's all about balance. Yeah absolutely absolutely team awesome so then it kind of got me started to think about um quality of life and um, the quality of life i put down to the meaning that you give your circumstances when you think about what is like <laughs> um i started kind of rhyming off some some ideas like uh, a builder a builder does what? He lays bricks and paints cement. If that's his meaning of him, his circumstances, how much enjoyment is he going to get from his job versus the meaning that he gives his job is I'm building family homes for people to live in. That makes everything so much more meaningful. A garbage man. What does a garbage man do? He collects rubbish. He just is a waste disposal man, is he? Or is he helping keep households clean and tidy and effective and like going out with like, what is the meaning that you're giving to weight loss? So again, maybe you think, or oh, I need to lose weight, or maybe the real meaning you want to try to give yourself is I want to have more energy. I want to be a good role model. What are the meaning of the circumstances that you're putting yourself in? And the last thing I wanted to kind of touch on, Fiona actually just messaged me about this earlier. Um, when I was in those moments, you know what I said to myself? I at first I felt triggered. At first I was like, you shouldn't really be eating that. You like? And then I was like, oh, maybe she's right. And then, you know what I said? And this was kind of the defining moment. This is where everything was like, nah. There I go again. See if you can just catch yourself in those moments where you're like, oh, I'm about to slip up. Oh, I'm about to fall off the wagon. Oh, I'm about. And if you simply just say out loud or say to yourself, there I go again, it just creates that space. That's kind of the, the sign. That's kind of the red flag for you to be like, you know what? Something needs to change. I need to think differently here or I need to do something different. So there I go again. If you have that level of awareness and if you can accept the situation that you're in, you create the opportunity for change. Another thing that I wanted to kind of reflect back on is 
when you're in those situations, I think it's really important not to like critique the other person. So how I how I responded to her, she's like, oh, like actually, uh, I'm actually more about eating this type of food and managing other things. Normally, I could have like in the past, I would have just been like, I don't know, I'm I'm thinking out loud, like, how dare you? You have no idea the stuff that I, I didn't go into the fact that I had eating disorders and like she didn't need to know that. That's not like a conversation to have with the person who's just paid me for like all that thing. So if you're ever having these moments, if you're having a discussion with someone, it's important that you challenge the action, not the person. For example, um, imagine uh, you've got a partner, you've got your mum, you've got someone, and they're just not listening to you, and you're feeling really stressed out, and you're feeling really emotional about it. And if you just said, you're just doing my head in, the way that you act, everything that you do, that's just, a, that's just an attack on who they are. But see if you can say to them, see when you act like this, see when you say those words, it really makes me upset. Now, their normal response is going to be like, oh, yeah, but you don't understand, but you don't really know, blah, 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 because they, they feel that automatic sign of defense. But if you can just say, see when you say those words, it makes me feel upset. It brings them back down to that level conversation versus human and human. And that's quite a hard thing to do is how do you challenge someone else? How do you have that conflict? How do you have a disagreement? And this is why politics, like, they do it so wrong because they, they have a point to kind of get across. Of, oh, but then you do this and you're a liar and you're a liar. That's just critiquing the person. Uh, successful argument. And the best person to ever watch do this is Joe Rogan because he gets the idea in the center and then he has two conflicting contracting conversations about it with both sides. It's the same with Jordan Peterson. That's why they're so famous at the moment because they can actually have a discussion, a disagreement. So challenge the action, not the person, if you're ever in those situations. Uh, another example is, I remember one of you guys, you didn't check in, for example. Now I could come back to you and be like, Jay, I'm just gonna use you because I can see you, if you want it, whatever it is. It's like, um, Gat, like, why are you checking in? You're being so lazy, it's so simple. It's not that hard. I'm here to help you. Don't you want my help? I could say that, but that's more of an attack versus, Jane, I know that you're busy, but see when you don't check in, I get really worried and I'm left in the dark and I don't know what to do. So when you communicate to me, I know how to respond. I know where you're at and I can understand, but it just comes in from you spending five to 10 minutes checking in with me. So can we focus on that check-in? And if there's something else going on, then tell me. So would you rather me say, Jay, you're so lazy, you're not doing enough, or would you rather me say, Jane, see when you don't check in, I get really worried and upset and I'm left in the dark and I don't feel like I'm doing my job and helping you. See how it's just slightly different. Challenge the action, not the person. Um, so team, that's kind of my own reflections from the week. Anything, does anyone have any questions they want to add on to that one? Does anyone have any shares specifically involving anything like that? Has anyone had their own sort of experiences? Um, Fiona, maybe looking at you here, I know that you had a few conversations with these different types of people regarding like drinking and not drinking. Um, if anyone has anything they want to share, 
just write in the chat box, share. And if anyone has anything they want to ask, just write the word ask. And uh, yeah, so Alison, there you go. I had a very similar discussion with my daughter recently. Can you, would you mind like unmuting Alison and maybe just giving us a couple insights? You don't need to go into the, the detail. It's in, entirely up to yourself, but yeah. How did you go about that, Alison, if that's okay? Yeah, my daughter is very opinionated for, you know, for one so young, she's 23, she's a trainee solicitor and she thinks she knows everything. And yeah. it started off, you know, like her talking at me and I stopped mm. and I just, I was driving the car. So I couldn't, you know, I was in this sort of, I couldn't move, couldn't leave. Yeah. So I just, I didn't speak. And she said, what's wrong? And I said, well, I don't appreciate, you know, what you're, how, what you're saying and how you're saying it. And she said, what do you mean? I says, well, you know what, I'm trying to give you advice you won't even let me finish my sentence I was like so if you don't want to listen then I'm not going to speak yeah and I was calm because normally Katie and I would be like it would be a huge argument you know wouldn't speak I would get home she would flounce out the car I would go to my bedroom like a teenager because it's just easier yeah and then she sat quiet for a while in the car and went right what was it that you wanted to say yeah so notice that and I was like, you know, if you don't let me finish what I'm saying, I says, you're not going to get the whole message. So she was like, all right, okay. Uh -huh. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. So again, notice how Alison could have easily just went, um, again, she could have easily just said, um, you never listen. Why don't you just listen to me? You come here with all of your problems mm -hmm. and you're not listening. Versus, and I would have been like that. Yeah. Yeah. So notice all she's just said is, look, when you do this, I feel like this. And she stood by that statement. When you do this action, I feel like this. And no one can challenge how you feel because it's how you feel. Totally. Awesome. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. So cool stuff, team. Good stuff. I feel like that's sort of sitting home. Um, we're now going to touch a little bit on the all or nothing mindset because it's came up a couple of times. So uh, we're going to speak about one end of the spectrum and then we're going to speak about the other side of the spectrum. And they're then going to kind of look at the middle grounds and the, the, the grey areas as such. So what I want you to do, imagine I have a gun and I'm going to pull it to your head. I want you to spend the next two minutes and just scribble down as many possible things as you can if you were trying to lose body fat. I'm going to kill you and all your family in one week if you do not lose two pounds of body fat this week. We're going to spend two minutes on this team. Might feel a bit extreme, but... Those stylized brand guidelines that your designers can easily follow also... Wow. Now this guy's website with his... Lavish content. Although it took four revision rounds. What is going on here? YouTube, please stop. <laughs> uh, things just not quite going your way. So let's say you have to read an incredibly long email.
I want you to lose two pounds of body fat this week. Or I will kill you and your family. There's an Alec Baldwin joke in here somewhere. Sorry, that's that's shocking. That's shocking. Sorry, sorry. And then once you've got three or four, ten, however many, just scribble down a couple in the chat box so I know that you guys have done that and then we'll move on. I'm just going to start rhyming off a couple uh, with drink and try to be really, really, really specific. Don't just say drink more water, sleep, exercise more. Get really, really fucking specific here. I would drink one litre of water as I woke up. I would use the hunger and fullness scale before each meal. I would chew my food. I would put my fork down. I would have a conversation. I would sit at the table. I would do 4,000 steps before the start of my day. I would do 2,000 steps at lunch. I would do. I would exercise at 6 o'clock every single night. I would try and move as much as I possibly could. I would track all my food through my fitness pal. I would choose more salad, more food volume. I would aim to consume as little sort of uh, calorie-dense foods as possible. I would cook more foods. I would have more fruit. I would have more veg. I would have a side salad with every meal. Get really, really specific. It's going on 30 seconds. And if you can, just share a couple in the chat box. For those listening to this back, I'm going to read out a couple. So again, pause this if you're listening to this back on podcast and make a handful note of these. J, exercise, aim for five to 10,000 steps every single day. Um, strip food back to fresh and clean veg and fruit for each meal, five liters of water every single day. Victoria, drink three liters of water per day, have two veg, have three veg per day, um, exercise in the treadmill every single day, plan food, sit at the table for dinner, account for meals and calories for the day, yep. Couple more. Things that get really, really specific. What types of foods would you eat? What type of foods would you try to avoid? I'd write a shopping list. I'd have on Monday, if if you're giving me one week to do a shopping, I'm going to go to the shops tomorrow and have all of those foods. I'm going to have the chocolate out of sight just for this week. Awesome. So get a handful there, and again, I'm just shouting out things there. Right, moving on. If you were to tell me three ways to fall off the wagon, to fall off track, what would be the three best ways for you to fuck up your diet, to fuck up your training plan, to feel like a sack of rubbish? What are the top three ways for you to know that you will ruin things this week? Again, just very quickly in the chat box, 
If you want to make a mental note of these, absolutely. Um, Alice, uh, Victoria's got a couple more. Avoid takeaways, ready meals, record food, um, prioritize sleep. Fiona saying bed by nine. Uh, so I'd be in the gym first thing in the morning, meal plan every single day, veg with every me meal, cycle to work at least twice per week, no mindless snacking, huge. Alison saying write my shopping list, menu plan, cleanse the cupboard. Um, what are the top three ways for us to fall off track? Alison has been saying too consumed by work. Jay saying sit on your butt all day watching Netflix, mindlessly eating chocolate biscuits, having takeouts, not getting to sleep, not drinking. Victoria saying having takeouts, not sleep, um, no exercise, would fall off track for myself. Good, awesome. So again, what we're really trying to do here is just bring awareness to what are your common triggers that lead you to that nothing mindset. Next question, what three ways would you tell me to gain weight? If I said I'm gonna, I want to gain five pounds this week, if I want to step on the scale in seven days from now and gain weight, let's say I want to gain one pound. I don't want to, like, if I was to gain a couple of pounds, what extremes would you say for me to gain weight. Very quickly, just blink them down, team. Because again, this is kind of the all or nothing mindset that we go into. It sounds ridiculous when you write it down, but like eating takeout, sitting in your butt all day watching Netflix. I done that last Sunday. Like <laughs> it happened. Eat over your calories, eat chocolate, drink beer, have takeouts, yep. Eat everything, not anything, absolutely. Drinking alcohol, next day munchies. I do it but every single day though, yeah, absolutely. So letting these bad habits roll over onto the next day. Huge G. If you want to continue to overeat, not, form, not focus on any form of exercise, 100%. If you were to tell me three ways to get poor sleep this week, what would they be? If I said to you, I don't want to sleep tonight, what would you recommend? <laughs> Victoria, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Have a baby. Yep. Um, we're, we're not denying that fact. Um, coffee after three o'clock. Jay, yep. Ali, menopause. Watch TV late. Spend more time on your phone. Lots of TV, lots of screen time. Mindless is scrolling on your phone. For me, it would be not have tomorrow plans. The reason people don't go to bed is because they don't have anything to get excited about the next day. They're more excited sitting watching their phone. No matter, like I, I've said this time and time again, team, like no matter what happens in my Saturday, I love getting up and going out for breakfast somewhere new with my girlfriend every single Sunday. We get up, we go a walk, go for something to eat, come back, and then watch a couple of hours of whatever's on Netflix or whatever's on. That's kind of our 8 o'clock in the morning to 12 o'clock routine. So no matter how good my, like, again, I was in bed for half two, three o'clock on Saturday night, but we got up at half past eight and we got up and out the door because it's what we, I love doing it. So if you don't have tomorrow plans, why, like, if you're sitting on your phone, of course, it's going to be even more enjoyable. If you were telling me three ways that you wanted to feel overwhelmed this week, what would they be? Tell me three things to do 
for you to feel overwhelmed this week, or if I wanted to feel stressed and overworked and underappreciated and tired, what would they be? Again, get really, really specific here. And again, guys, like there's a reason I'm asking you to do this because right now we've already got like 15 actions. We're going to then layer it so that we know the all or nothing mindset and we can find the middle ground. Too many plates to spin, having a big task, a big to-do list. Yep, 100%. Um, Fiona, not studying, no personal admin completed, having way too much to do. Um, Victoria, not feeling, not focusing on scale weight victories or non-scale weight victories, having unplanned meals, um, letting everyday life and stress get the better of you. Yep, 100%. And then last one, if you were to tell me three ways for you to feel really, really low on energy and really, really low on motivation. If I wanted to wake up next Monday and feel really unmotivated, what advice would you give me? Let's see it, team. Jay, have four or five hours of sleep every night. Remove all goals and targets. Remove any form of excitement. Yep. Eat lots of sugary food. Overeat, go to bed late. Victoria, watch lots of TV, snack a lot. Don't eat meals at set times. No real movements. Yeah. See, man, like I said, this is the last one. There is, like, it's so funny watching you guys because the energy in here is really, really low right now. Everyone's like, wow, man, this is pure exciting. Like, I get it, guys. I know, I know. I appreciate it. But this is how it feels. See everything that you've just wrote down here. Imagine I said to you, like, guys, you're going to feel rubbish in seven days if you do all these things. Would you do them? You guys have all paid money to be here. This is obviously important to you. Imagine I said to you guys, in 90 days time, I'm going to pay you 500 pounds to feel demotivated. You're going to lack sleep. You're going to feel like a sack of smashed arseholes and you're going to have gained weight. Would you take the 500 pounds? Or are you like, nah, fuck that. 500 pounds, 500 pounds to feel terrible, to feel absolutely rubbish, to not go out and socialize, to avoid other people, to feel low on motivation, to feel low on excitement, to just have three months worth of pure rubbish? Nope. Nope. So team, let's flip that on its head. As we always say, you guys know it's the relationship between reflection and projection. Here's everything not to do. So we're going to kind of put this through a sieve and focus on what to do. But sometimes having that awareness not to do can just be as important as knowing what to do. Sometimes knowing what not to do can just be as important knowing what to do. Because if you know what to do, 
what sorry if you know what not to do you now know what to do <laughs> so again for me instead of missing out in that burger king and feeling guilty and annoyed because i didn't go out with friends and didn't go out and enjoy a variety of different foods that would have normally been kind of the past but I know that I would feel guilty. I know I would have feel less connected to, to other people. I know I probably wouldn't have built as good connections. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to go back for another modeling job. <laughs> modeling job. But the guy did say, we'll just keep these by. These can be your shoes for the next time. I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, like, oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. See the, like, see the worst part about it, the most embarrassing part about it is the, like, it, <laughs> I wore ripped jeans. I feel that's the lowest of the low. Guys, I generally, I was like, <laughs> I was breaking out in sweats trying to get these jeans on and off because they were so damn skinny. Like, it was horrific. Never did I think I would dress like that, but hey, um, Apparently, everybody has their price. <laughs> Doing it for a friend and a, a little bit of money. That's, that's, uh, yeah, and a free Burger King, that's that's apparently my price. <laughs> so, where are we focusing on? Speaking <laughs> speaking about the, um, the, the all or nothing mindset, and I, I've used this a, a couple of times. So, notice, when you kind of get... When we have those moments and you fall off track, there's no, we, we've said this time and time before, you focus on momentum, not motivation. It's like sitting with one foot on the gas and one foot on the accelerator. Sorry, one foot on the accelerator and one foot hard on the brake. You're not going anywhere. You're left spinning your wheels. The best thing you can do is release one foot, put it in the clutch, put it into gear and go into first gear. And then once you've got a couple of days under, you put it in the second gear. You put it into third gear. You put it into fourth gear. And eventually, if you feel you're absolutely flying, you can go all the way up into fifth gear. So now I want you guys to get a little bit clearer on what does that look like? Because we speak about all or nothing. But Tina, the reality is you're either all in on doing exercise or you're all in on watching Netflix and sitting on the couch. There's no such thing as doing nothing. Doing nothing is still a choice to be doing something. You're all in on one thing or you're all in on something else. You can only ever be one place at one time. So what does that look like? Here's just an example. You're in reverse. <laughs> reverse is falling off track, eating chocolate for breakfast, um, Netflix for days. You still got last night's dinner on your T-shirt. Um, you can smell your own socks. You've not showered that day. <laughs> like, that's rubbish, right? Um, maybe being in neutral, I've just wrote a couple of things here because these these genuinely do exist in terms of I'm not actually making any progress. Uh, you're injured, you've got an illness, you're just content, you're accepting of the situation. Again, you've got children, you've got chest infections, you've got the cold, you've Robert, if Robert was here, um, he dislocated his shoulder for so, so for six weeks he's not been in the gym. There is, guys, there is moments where certain things need to go on hold. So what does gear one look like for you? Like each day, what's the minimum 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 amount of work that you feel you need to focus on? It could be four thousand steps. 
It'd be wake up at the same time. It could be have a shower. It could be go to bed at the same time. It could be drink one glass of water. It could be no more than four coffees. No caffeine after three o'clock. What's the smallest amount of work that you can do to be happy with? If you want, you've wrote all of the things not to do. I'm going to put on some music for two minutes. I want you to scribble down 10 to 15 things of things that you need to do this week. And then slowly but surely, you're just going to start kind of, if you have 10 things to do, gear six is doing all those things. 10,000 steps, five workouts a week, tracking all food through my fitness pal. And then we just need to kind of find that middle ground. So I'm going to quickly run, I'm going to quickly put on music for two minutes. You have all the things not to do. I want you to just scribble down as many things as you possibly can. What do you need to do this week in order to be successful? We're just going to spend two minutes on the clock team. Write down everything you need to do this week for it to be successful. Um. And how many steps at what time are you going out? Is it 4,000 steps first thing in the morning? I have that rule. No matter what, do 4,000 steps first thing in the morning. That's kind of my minimum, my absolute minimum. In terms of your diet, protein, carbs, tracking, salads, fruit, Veg, using my fitness pal, food planning, food shopping. Scribble down a couple bullet points for your diet. As far as like family, friends, what sort of things do you have to do with that? In terms of house admin, life admin, going on 30 seconds, team. Amazing team, amazing. So look, now you have 20 things not to do and you should have 10 things to do. So gear six is effectively all the things. 
And going in reverse is all of the other things. So what's the middle ground? Again, very simply, it's just basically half it. If your goal is to do 10,000 steps every single day, gear three is do 5,000 steps every single day. If your goal is to do four workouts every single week, I want you to do two workouts this week. If your goal is to get in bed and go, if, if your goal is to spend three hours on your phone every single day, then I want you to spend four hours on your phone. Every, like, what's the middle ground for you? So again, we're looking at absolutely all in or nothing. And I just want you to write the middle ground. And then, of course, you can flesh out gear two and gear four, but it just means you've got something to aim for. A little bit of music. Let's just go quick, very quickly, team. See everybody like writing away there. So, team, let me know. Was that useful? Is it good to understand? Here's level one. Here's gear one. Here's gear three. Here's gear three. Here's gear five. I'm now sitting within this range. I'm now sitting within this range. What do I need to do to kind of jump between the two? Rather than zero to 100, it literally is just kind of a, a step by step process. So very quickly in the chat box team, let me know, was that useful? Just give me a yes if that was useful. Again, any questions, just simply write ask. We'll just close off. Definitely awesome, awesome. Yeah, always want to go from zero to, uh, zero to 100 and three seconds flat. Get disappointed when I don't. Middle ground always works. Yeah, team, awesome. Absolutely awesome. And again, like, use that. There I go again. There's that perfectionism again. There's my all or nothing thinking again. Awesome. So as always, team, we're going to just do a little bit of reflection for last week, a little bit of projection for this week. These should be already in your kind of, uh, in your in part of your, your day, part of your week. Um, but if you want to work through these, we can very, very quickly run through these. There's a couple of questions which I just going to want to, to highlight and bring up to. And uh, just for you guys to consider, we can sit and run through these guys if you want. For reflection, as always, keep it nice and simple. What are you most proud of? Who or what am I grateful for? What was the biggest challenge you faced this week? What great things happened to you this week? What did I learn about myself this week? So if you haven't done these, um, maybe just take even a wee screenshot, come back to these. Um, we can kind of go on from there. But what I do want you to, uh, again, really consider and write this in the chat box or pencil this down. Who do you need to communicate with this week to ensure success? 
Who do you need on your side? Who do you need to be on your team? Jay, I'm here for you, buddy. Don't worry. Victoria, wow. Love that. That's powerful. Team Victoria, love that. And I got to say, team, like, I had, I had three sales calls last week, and there was, like, tears. There was people who wanted to sign up, and uh, they went and had the conversation with their husband, and their husband didn't support their decision. Too much money, not worth it, can't do it. It's a simple, like, would you rather have money in your bank or would you rather their happiness? So without overstepping my boundaries, that raises more concerns, the fact that their husband doesn't support them. So again, who do you need on your side? Another question, another important question to ask, how do you want to be communicated to this week? As Ali gave, Ali gave a great example. When you're stressed, when you're overworked, like who can you turn to? Can you just can you just reach out to me or one of the guys in the team and just say, Matt, I just need you to listen to me for the next 20 minutes? Guys, I can sit in silence and listen for 20 minutes. Because what really amazes me is when you guys talk, you actually have your own answers. I just kind of ask a couple questions, which helps guide you to your answers. The reality of the situation is, team, you know you better than anyone. And there's, there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of confidence to kind of come from that. But the, the problem is when you kind of second guess yourself, when you don't check in with yourself, when you don't listen to yourself. So again, how, like, here's a question for you just now then. How do you want to communicate to yourself? I was having a conversation with a few of you and I knew this is what, like, that's why Haley's training was what I think was so good because you thought you needed to be disciplined and all this when it comes down to managing your nutrition. But you can speak to yourself in a way and it's quite empowering. It's quite nice to actually have that option. So again, how do you want to be communicated with this week? And then, of course, team, as I said, as always, scribble a couple of these down, spend a little bit of time on these ones, and then I think um, I think you'll actually be fine. But the reflection and projections, they're just always, they're always the same as always, team. But, uh, yeah, what's the top three outcomes? How are you going to make it happen? What's the one word to summarize how you want to feel? Who do you need to connect with? And how can you do that effectively? What obstacles might get in the way? So, for example, for me, I plan on working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's my birthday on Thursday, so I'm going to be taking Thursday off. Um, I may be doing a little bit. I've got family lunch planned on Thursday. Get some. I want to get my workouts in Monday through Friday. Uh, I may do a little bit of work on Saturday morning if I want to do some self-directed learning and studying. But then it's also Halloween and Saturday night, so we're going out for that. So my top three outcomes are four days of work four sessions in before Friday. Make sure all of you guys are crystal clear on everything that you guys need to focus on. And hopefully, 
have five sales calls booked by the end of this week to bring them in for November to round off the year. That's that's my goals. That's my outcome. If I could summarize in one word, it's content. Honestly, I want to I want to go to be I want to be able to go to bed knowing that I've done everything that I possibly could this week. Who do I want to get with? I want to go out with Megan. I want to spend some time with my family. What might get in the way of this? Time management, procrastination, how to do that, plan my days. Plan my days. If I do that, everything else falls into place. Awesome. So now is just an opportunity for you guys. Um, share what's been working well for you guys this week. If you do have any questions, then team. Now would be the perfect time to ask. So we jammed for an hour there, which is a lot longer than normal, but you guys are still here. So it obviously shows that you're still interested, which is lovely. Um, but now is the perfect time to ask questions or share what's been working for you guys this week. Um, and if not, we can wrap up and we can we can close off today. But the floor is your guy, is yours, is yours. <clears throat> If we're all good, just get me an all good in the chat box and I know we'll be fine. Jay, energy is slowly coming back. Yeah, so again, zero to 100. Dude, you've been sitting in gear two and three. You've just, you just went through radiotherapy. <laughs> Give yourself a bit of a break. You've just went through like... <laughs> so we just need you back to gear two and gear three. I just need you getting out for 20 minutes each day. Keep it doing as, as far as your food. You, nothing needs to change. Just you need to get out 20 minutes each day. That's where we start, mate. That's all you got to focus on. Victoria, try and see this less of a challenge and more of a lifestyle choice. Feeling quite positive about it so long, it may continue. Yeah, like, and I think we spoke about this last week, Victoria. These challenges are on the way, not in the way. Like, Christmas is going to come every single year. We can't avoid it. That, that doesn't mean we stop. As you said, it is a lifestyle. Like Christmas is going to be on the way. How do we manage that? The, the reality of the situation is your kid is probably going to get ill again. You have the potential to sprain your ankle and not be able to train. How do you deal with that? This level of perfectionism or overwhelm, like how do we deal with that? And there's an element of fear. Like you guys... You guys took a lot of courage signing up to this program and slowly but surely, maybe fears crept in, maybe failures kind of set you a little bit back. We just need to be courageous and we just need to attack it because that's when you learn. If you can just navigate through it, that's when you become resilient. That's when it just becomes consistent. And if you're stuck, raise your hand. It's why you guys are here in the first place. Like, Remember, the end goal here is, Matt, I don't need you. That's the goal here, <laughs> is Matt, I don't need you. <laughs> I can't wait for it. That's my goal, is to get you to that point. But you get there by asking questions, failing forward fast, using this community, and doing the work. Um, we've got Victoria agrees. Fiona, I love what you said there about the gears can just drop down a gear rather than going into reverse one. Yeah, that was the sort of main idea for this for this week, which is awesome. Cool. Team, let's wrap up there. Uh, as always, like I said, I will be available tomorrow. 
all day. Wednesday, pretty much all day. Um, yeah, pretty much all day Wednesday. Um, if you are stuck, drop me a message after this. We'll jump on a one-to-one -one call, and then you'll be fine. And uh, like I said, I'll be available Saturday morning as well. So just let me know, team. Uh, love you guys and leave yous. And uh, I feel you may be on the Christmas card list next year as well. Oh, I read that. <laughs> like you just said that you may be on the Christmas card list next year. I'm like, I don't know how to take <laughs> What about this year? <laughs> awesome. Uh, Alison, very quickly, did you ever get your protein bar? Because you live away up in the Highlands? You can unmute, Alison. I want to just.